Don't you love encouragers? Um, I, yeah, I've had different people who've been an encouragement to me over the years. My mother was one that was a great encourager. I think moms tend to be good encouragers. Uh, but I, I remember a, a friend uh, named Bill in Texas who was a great encouragement to me. God is, a, is an encourager to us in times of difficulty, times of discouragement. And he knows exactly what to do and what to bring us to help us uh, to persevere and to do the things that he's calling us to do. Uh, and Paul had visited Timothy and had seen Timothy's discouragement. He'd seen his, his tears. And uh, he's writing in this first chapter to encourage him to keep on keeping on, to keep on doing the things that God has called him to do. Uh, and as he encourages him, God brings encouragement to us and counseled us in how to deal with times of discouragement. So we need to look to God and to his word uh, for encouragement in those times when we're discouraged. And the title of my message is Counsel for the Discouraged. Look with me at verse 1 of 2 Timothy 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will for the promise of life in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly loved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve with a clear conscience as my ancestors did, when I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day. Remembering your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy, clearly recalling your sincere faith that first lived in your grandmother Lois, then in your mother Eunice, and I am convinced is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to keep ablaze the gift of God that is in you through the laying on of hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. So don't be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me as prisoner. Instead, share in suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God. He has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. This has now been made evident through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. For this gospel, I was appointed a herald, apostle, and teacher. And that is why I suffer these things. But I am not ashamed because I know the one I have believed in and am persuaded that he is able to guard what has been entrusted to me until that day. Hold on to the pattern of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard through the Holy Spirit who lives in us that good thing entrusted to you. This you know. All those in Asia have turned away from me, including Phagellus and Hermogenes. May God grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he diligently searched for me and found me. May the Lord grant that he obtained mercy from him on that day, and you know very well how much he ministered at Ephesus. Counsel for the discouraged, what should you do? When you're discouraged. Well, first of thing I think that the scripture teaches us here is that we need to recall 
our faith. Recall your faith. Uh, he says, I am clearly, verse 5, I'm clearly recalling your sincere faith that first lived in your grandmother Lois, then your mother Eunice, and I'm convinced lives in you also. You know, sometimes when you serve God, things can get muddled in your life. You can begin to lose perspective and you begin to, to uh, turn your eyes away from the Lord and that, that first love and that first delight in your God that you have. And you begin to look at things that are trouble and things that are difficult and, and your perspective kind of shifts and, and you begin to be discouraged. And he says, in those times, Timothy, I'm going to call you back. I know you're dealing with problems. I know you're dealing with difficulties. But I want to remind you of what it was like for you and just your, in your sincere faith in your family before you went in the ministry. I want to encourage you to remember that time. Recall what God was doing in your life. Recall the joy that you had in His presence. Recall uh, the joy that you had in fellowship in your family. And, and, and go back to that. Return to that simplicity. And just put your eyes upon the Lord and go back to that relationship with the Lord that was such an anchor in your life. Uh, I remember uh, Bruce Wilkinson wrote a book a uh, uh, few years back. And in that book, he, he was describing uh, a time of burnout in his ministry and how he, he, was, he was doing well and everything, but his, his heart was just not in it. And he went and he, he visited a friend and uh, his friend told him, he said, you need to return to the simplicity of your relationship with God. You need to remember that and put that as the chief priority of your life and find that nourishment in your relationship with Him. There have been many times in my life that I have needed to return to God. And, and, and not that I've left God or anything. You can't leave Him. He's with you. But, but that uh, I just had my perspective in the wrong place. He says, if you want to win the victory over discouragement, you need to return to that simple relationship and trust in God. David said, the Lord is my strong tower. He says, the righteous run to him and they're safe. You see, God is that tower of refuge that we have in times of difficulty. He sustains us through those times. And he provides the, the things that we need. He is our source. Sometimes we can get busy and forget that. Uh, I remember uh, I was going through a, a time uh, when I was about, I guess, 14 years old. And uh, we were very busy in the church. And, and I, I remember we had something, of course, Sunday. But then you had Monday uh, night, we had a music program. Tuesday night, you had visitation. Wednesday night, church. Thursday night, visitation. Friday's the only day we didn't have something. And then Saturday, we, I had bus ministry. I was doing something every single day of the week except for Friday. And you know what I found? I began to wither spiritually. Some of you, not most of you, okay? But some of you probably need to quit some stuff just so you can get some refreshment in your relationship with God, okay? You need that time with Him. That is our, that is our anchor. That's what restores. That David said, Lord, you restore my soul. If, you, if you're going to have energy to put out for God and to serve God, you need to, to recharge I was coming to church this morning, and the light came on. Low gas. You know, it's beeping at me. Why? Because my car was almost out of gas. I think there's a lot of Christians almost out of gas. 
You need to plug back in. You need to, to get recharged and get refueled in your relationship with God and re recall that simplicity of your faith uh, so that you can find that refreshment that you need. So, first of all, what should you do when you're discouraged? Recall your faith. Secondly, reignite your gift. Reignite your gift. In verse 6, he says, Therefore I remind you to keep ablaze the gift of God. Now that word can mean uh, put ablaze again, but it can also mean, uh, uh, or to keep ablaze, but it can also mean to, to, uh, to bring it to ablaze again. Uh, have you ever gotten those times in your life where you just kind of got tired of serving God? Maybe even though you know that you're gifted to serve in this area, you begin to get burned out. You begin to, to, to just lose the joy of your service for the Lord. Have you ever wanted to quit? Have you ever thought, you know, it is so hard to serve God. Some of you who are new Christians, you may not have had that experience yet. But let me tell you, there will be those times in your life as you serve God where there, it will be hard. It won't be easy. Jeremiah wanted to quit. He said, I said I will not speak in the name of the Lord. But he said, there was a fire in my bones that I had to speak. Uh, Paul said in, in 2 Corinthians, he says, we despaired even of life. He said, I, I, I was de dealing with life itself. I, I didn't know. Uh, how to keep going, but I found that God can raise the dead, and he raised us up in that time. Uh, Timothy is discouraged. He's going through difficulty in his service for God, but Paul says you need to reignite your gift. God never meant you to be on cruise control in serving him. Reignite your passion. It, it, is your passion level low in serving God? You need to refresh that passion. You say, how do you do that? Well, one way you can do it is, again, draw near to God like we just mentioned. Draw near to Him. Uh, find those things in your life that recharge you spiritually. Uh, there's several things in my life that recharge me. One is worship time, just personal worship time. I like to get alone, turn the music up, and sing to God. I just enjoy that. It, and God's presence descends. I just, just sense uh, I'm refreshed spiritually. God's word is another thing that recharges me. Uh, time with Christian brothers and sisters who, who love Jesus. You know, now, some of, them, some of them will discourage you, okay? You've got to be careful which ones you... If you're discouraged, you don't go to the person who's negative, right? To get encouraged. Go to that person who is an encourager and, uh, and have some fellowship time. Let that person encourage you. Uh, in our Sunday school classes, that's one of the goals we have is to bring that encouragement, to lift each other in prayer uh, and encourage each other. Uh, so uh, Christian brothers and sisters are another way that you can be encouraged. And, and a good, godly friend can be a great help to you in a time of discouragement. Uh, have them pray for you. Uh, have them speak into your life. Um, so those are things that, that have helped encourage me. Um, Sometimes a good Christian book about uh, something spiritual will encourage me. Uh, ask God to give you wisdom and to some things that will encourage you. Some of your things may be a little different than mine, that's okay. But find those things in your spiritual walk that charge you up and encourage you and refresh you and do those things. 
And there are some things that drain you and discourage you. You may, you may need to back off of some of those activities a little bit more and spend time in those things that recharge you. Um, it is not wrong to rest. That's another thing that will recharge you, help reignite your, your uh, gift. Because uh, sometimes all we need, we're just tired. There are some times that we just need to, to, to take some time to rest and let God refresh us physically, spiritually, and emotionally uh, so that we can have the energy to do the things that he's called us to do. But probably the thing that has helped me the most is just to bring my, uh, my cruise control situation to God and just say, Lord, this is where I'm at. Uh, I, I don't have... The energy and the joy in serving you that I should. I'm not excited about it, Lord. Just fill me with your spirit and, and give me what I need. And, you know, God is faithful to do that and uh, faithful to restore us, you know. And uh, it's amazing how many times I've seen God answer that prayer in a time of discouragement. So reignite your gift. And, of course, any of these things that you're doing, you're depending on him to do it, right? Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. So you recall your faith. You draw near to God through his power. Uh, you reignite your gift of his power as well. So recall your faith in a time of discouragement. Reignite your gift. Thirdly, rest in your keeper. Rest in your keeper. Look at verse 11. He says, for this gospel, I was appointed a herald... Apostle and teacher, and that is why I suffer these things. What, where is Paul in the writing of this letter? He's in prison for preaching the gospel. I think that might be a place where you could get discouraged. He says, that is why I suffer these things, but I am not ashamed. In other words, I, I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm not done talking about Jesus. I'm not ashamed. I'm going to continue on. Why? Because I know the one I have believed in and am persuaded that he is able to guard or keep what has been entrusted to me until that day. You see, he is able to take what I offer to him. You can translate it both ways in the original. He is also able to keep what he's given to me. Is that not encouragement? I, I tell you, uh, Peter says we are kept by the power of God through faith. He is our keeper. You remember when Cain killed Abel and God came to Cain and said, Where's your brother? He said, what are, Am I my brother's keeper? God is our keeper. He is our keeper. He cares about us. matter of fact, he cares about it so much, he knows every word before we speak it. He has our hair's number. He has our days written in his book. And the, the service that he has given us to do, he will keep it. In other words, my responsibility is to do what God has told me to do. And I'm to trust him for the empowerment of that and for the success of that. And for whatever purpose that he has in having me do that ministry. And the same thing for you. Uh, but also what I've done for him. Have you ever felt like your work for God has been futile? You ever felt that way? Well, you know, I teach that class. None of those people ever listen. 
You ever felt that way? <laughs> or, boy, I witnessed for God. I, you know, just this person never seems to respond. Or, I've been serving God, and it seems like the answer to prayer just won't come. You see, God takes what we do, and he, ultimately, it's not about us. It's about his work. And what he does is he takes, we're just the instruments, but he takes what we do, and he uses it for his purpose so that the work of God goes forward. So Paul says, I'm in a, in a prison jail, in a prison cell. And... Um, the work of God is still going forward. I love what he said in another place. He said, the gospel can't be chained. They've got me in chains, but if they think that's going to stop God, it's not. You can't stop the work of God. He says, hey, I, I'm doing my part, but if I'm in a jail, that doesn't stop God's hand. You ever felt like you were powerless? Well, you are. So am I. We need him. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing, but... With God, we are more than conquerors. What we do is, as we pray for our children, as we, as we serve God, as we do things in our workplace, we pray about those things. Yes, we are a part of it, but God is also a part of it. And we can trust Him to keep us in those situations of life where we feel like we're, we're struggling. Um, Timothy uh, was having to deal with, with false teachers in the church. Uh, he was dealing with some, some discord. There's some people that had left. Uh, he was dealing with all of these things. And yet Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, God is your keeper. And he says, I know this. I, I'm in jail, but I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not discouraged because I've got my eyes upon Jesus. I know the one whom I believed in. And I know that he can't be stopped. By the efforts of men. He can't be stopped by the, by the hindrances that are in my life. I have put my trust in him. He is my keeper. When you are going through times of discouragement, remember who holds you. I heard Tony Evans tell, tell a story about a little boy uh, running from, you know, those little ankle-biter dogs, you know, that... They have more courage than they do sense. Well, this ankle-biter dog was chasing this little boy, and he's running from him, scared, and he, he jumps up in his daddy's arms, and he's up in his daddy's arms. He's looking down at that little dog, and he says, na-na-na-na-na-na. And he, he, he is secure. Why? Because he's in his father's arms. And he recognizes that his dad will keep him safe. You see, God is our keeper. We're held in his arms, the everlasting arms. Trust him in those times when you go through trouble and put your eyes upon him and recognize. Have you ever thought about this? What seemed to be defeat in the life of the Apostle Paul produced the prison epistles of the New Testament. The scripture that we're reading today Produced in prison. Blessing people still 2,000 years later. Can I tell you something? We serve a living God. He's our keeper. And 
We may not have it all figured out, but we can. I love that verse that says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I love that because it's simple. All I've got to do is follow. I can handle that, you know. It's not, not above my, my comprehension. I, follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. So Paul's just reminding him, hey, don't forget your keeper. He is the one that's doing the work. And you put your trust in him. So rest in your keeper. Trust in him. Counsel for the discouraged. What should you do? Recall your faith. Reignite your gift. Rest in your keeper. And finally refresh your heart. Look at verse 16. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus. Because he often refreshed me. And was not ashamed of my chains. Refreshment. You know, sometimes spiritually you just need to be refreshed, right? If you're discouraged, you need to be refreshed. You got a good Christian friend, they're good, they're good for that. Uh, praying together, prayer partner, that could be a great time of refreshing. Um, we we had a group of about probably 10, 12 pastors in Texas I used to meet with, and we would pray every Monday. At 11 o'clock. And uh, what an encouragement that was. It was a refreshment. You know, uh, you, you get recharged, right? You ever had somebody that kind of, you, you love being around them because you just got recharged. Uh, look for those times of refreshment in among the people of God. Isn't it interesting? Paul, being probably one of the greatest missionaries, if not the greatest missionary to ever live, uh, a great apostle. Yet, he says, I need the body of Christ. I, I, I praise God for Onesiphorus because I was going through difficulty and my heart was refreshed by him. Did you know that God has designed us for community? God has designed us to be a church. We need each other. And so uh, you find that refreshment. You, you find that refreshment in, in other ways, in your spiritual disciplines, You're spending time with God uh, in His Word and prayer. Um, one of the most refreshing things for me is to cast my cares on Him, like the Bible verse says. Uh, it says, "Be anxious for nothing, but everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God that passes all understanding shall guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus." He keeps us. He, he refreshes us through that time of prayer. And, and what I found is you take those burdens to God and you, you couple that with thanksgiving. And you, you may have to do it. You may have to be there for a while. But somewhere in the middle of that, God turns your heart around. And now you've got his peace. And you're refreshed in your spirit. And what I found is I can be stressed out. You ever been stressed out? Just stressed out. And I can go and I can put those things in God and listen, maybe listen to see if he has anything to, to, to say to me from his word or, or through his spirit, direction or so forth. Uh, sometimes I may get a little bit of direction, sometimes maybe not. But, but I leave that place with this peace and the circumstances are all the same, but I've changed. And my heart has been refreshed in his presence. Uh, so uh, when you're going through those times of discouragement... Um, 
Take the time to refresh your heart and uh, let, let it be renewed in his presence. Um, if you've had tears of discouragement, know that God cares. Know that his people care. You know, God saw Timothy where he was. God sees you where you are. He sees the tears that you cry. He sees the burdens on your heart. And he loves you and he cares for you. And he says, you know what, Timothy? I'm sending Paul to encourage you. Aren't you glad that God sends people sometimes? <laughs> Have you ever had those people that come along just when you need them? Say that right word, maybe. that. Uh, he, says, he says, I'm going to send Paul to you to encourage you to his letter. Uh, but also, I, I want to use what's happened to you to encourage somebody else. And so, you and I today are being encouraged through the gracious action of God in our lives. You know what I found? God is so good at providing exactly what we need when we need it. And coming to Him for that encouragement is such an, such an important thing to do in those times. Counsel for the discouraged. What should you do when you're discouraged? Recall your faith, reignite your gift, rest in your keeper, and refresh your heart. As you do this, God will meet with you. He says, draw near to me, and I will draw near to you. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the encouragement that you bring us, Lord, in those times where we're discouraged. And Father, I thank you that your mercy and your grace is new for every day. You always have what we need. Father, I pray for, for those who may be discouraged here today, that you'd encourage their hearts. I pray that you'd lift them up. I pray that you'd provide exactly what they need. And Father, uh, let them uh, go from this place with a, a lighter heart. And uh, Lord, to find their strength in you. And for those that don't know Christ, Father, I pray that they would make their decision to come to him.